Hello, everybody, and welcome to Athletic Definition. My name is Coach Ray, and my guest today is Julie Stewart. Julie's new to Fireside, uh, so let's see how it goes here. Julie, did you get my invite for the interview mode? I did, and I'm accepting it, turning it on. Uh, while Julie's getting that, let me tell you a little bit about her. Uh, Julie is a stunt actress. She's a triathlete, uh, an ultra runner. Uh, she plays flag football. Um, I also, besides doing stunts, I see her doing just regular acting, um, skiing, pretty much you name it, She she's doing it. Uh, she's very active in the very cool part. Julie, did you get the invite? I did, and I accepted it, but I don't see anything. All right, let me try that again. All right, it worked. All right. Uh, uh, <clears throat> so thank you, everybody, for your patience listening in. Um, I was explaining to him that the best part about uh, you is I've actually never met you in person. Uh, we're just social media buddies, which is cool. I've met a lot of active people that either I just started following or they started following me. And I, I uh, get inspired by their pages and what they're doing. And, and uh, it doesn't really matter if they're going for a walk or, or climbing a mountain. Um, people try and say that social media is all negative, but I control my feed by who I follow and, and that definitely helps. So Julia, welcome to the show. I always like to start off by finding out how you were kind of growing up. Did, were you an active kid? Did your parents put you in sports or? I was, I was very active. I um, have been a runner all my life and I actually ran in elementary to junior high, high school, got a college scholarship, ran in Hawaii. And, uh, you know, even in high school, I was, I was a gymnast too, as well. But when it came to a certain Hold point, on. you got a scholarship to Hawaii. Very nice. It yeah. The Hawaii Eagles or which, which college? Yeah. UH. A very nice. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And what did you get the scholarship in? Was it cross country or sprinting? It, it was running. It was cross country, okay. you know, track and field. Yeah. And, and then when you were in college and competing, did you have like Olympic hopes or were you just happy with the, the paid scholarship? Uh, no, I don't think I really had any Olympic hopes. Um, I, I, I was focused on getting my degree and I wanted to be, I wanted to work in the dermatology field. Um, but, you know, I just finished with the bachelor's degree and decided I just, you know, needed to get a real job like everybody else after college. So I did that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and why dermatology does is your family? That's pretty different from, from what I see you doing now. Uh, uh, yeah. I've always, well, so I got a degree in biology, so I've always been inspired, to, you know, like skin, you know, skin. I've always just been very, you know, science-based uh, and I, it was something that I, I wanted to work with a dermatologist and, and eventually like, you know, be, you know, get my PhD or what. So, um, but I ended up in construction, which was, you know, a fun field, <laughs> um, and as a woman, <laughs> but, uh, no, it was, I was, I was at, at that point in my life, I was done with school. And I, I wanted to live my life and, and enjoy it, you know, and just kind of get my act together. But I got a job right out of college. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't an issue. But, um, yeah. 
Yeah. And then uh, how did you get into like stunt work and, and. Okay. Cause so, I, I, know, I know you're I, a stunt actress. Okay. So actually, so it, it all started actually with uh, me and my athletics. Um, then, then I decided like once my kids were old enough and, you know, I did go through a divorce, you know, with something that I wanted to pursue. And so I started training and then I went to school for it. And then I, um, I, I did, a, it, it wasn't free. It wasn't free getting into the business. I mean, like you, just like with acting, you pay for acting classes, you pay for your master classes, you know, stunts is the same thing. There's so much training involved. Obviously you can't get into stunts if you don't know what you're doing. Cause you, you have to have something on your resume, you know, that pretty much just states like what you are capable of doing. Then you have to have your backups with, uh, your stunt coordinators and, uh, you have to know, you you have to know people so it's a lot of networking and it took a long time so it it uh it worked it worked out last year was was a good year um but i ended up taking on a lot more acting gigs because stunts is more based on you know close-knit so um i took on more acting gigs but now the stunts and everything's picking up this year so it's a good thing is that because of a filming with a COVID kind of? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot, a lot of protocols put in place at, at this point. Um, you know, of, of course, it's we get tested, and, and now you know with the the va- vaccinations and all that. So it depicts on a lot of things at this point in the industry. Yeah. So you've been running since a little kid, and you, you got a scholarship to go to college to run and. That's awesome. That always, you know, free college. Who who can yeah. complain about that? Right. And yeah. did, did you ever stray from running? I never did. I never strayed from running. It was something I was very consistent on from a kid. You know, like I never stopped running. That was, there was just like, there's something about running the endorphins that it gave me. And it was something I was good at. So it was something I was just naturally talented at. Um, I actually started out as a sprinter. And then in junior high, my um, my coach is like, hey, go do go run a mile, you know, so I ran a mile and I did it like in 530. And then he's like, I'm going to convert you. You're going to, you know, you're going to do long distance. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? No. So then I ended up, you know, running the mile. And then, of course, then they bumped up the miles. And then in college, they had me running the insane miles, you know, or you you're running the track and it's just like you lose track of like what lap you're on. <laughs> so, but I got into, um, triathlons when I was in high school and I really wanted to do a triathlon. So I joined team and training, the leukemia society, raised the funds for that so that I could, you know, be a part of the team and train. And, uh, that's how I started my triathlon career. And then you know, any triathlon they had, I, I looked, I looked out for, and I, I did it. I just did it. And then, then ultra running, I started, you know, uh, a while ago too, but ultra running is by far my favorite more than triathlons. What, what's the dis- distance you have done in ultra running? In ultra 50 milers. Very nice. Yeah. You, you got me beat. I'm, I'm still. Are you- are you doing I, the thirty milers? <laughs> I haven't even done that yet. I've uh, I need to cross over. Okay, it's been, it's been calling me for years. I've done a uh, three marathons in three days, which is like 
78.6 miles. Okay. I, I want to skip the 30 and go to the 50, but we'll see what happens with that. There you go. <laughs> yeah, the 50 miler is, uh, I always looked for like the, the toughest mountains to run. And then I started out with the North Face Endurance Challenge. And I pretty much ran all of those. I have a few more to do. Um, but they are definitely very challenging. But I, I enjoy it. I, I'm a mountain runner. I love running mountains. I retired running the streets a while ago. I don't run the streets. I run only trails and mountains. And how long is a recovery period for you after a 50-mile race? Ooh, 50-mile race. I, it's, it, it really, technically, it's just like one day for me. One day, I just, one day of rest and then catching up on my fluids and, and food and all that. Because, um, you know, typically after a 50-mile race, you're so, you're so, uh, like, with the salt from all the, you know, stuff that you're taking during the run, all the salt liquids, it's like your body expands and you're so bloated. So it's like usually the next day, I'm not really thirsty, but I'll still, I'll still drink and recover. I just don't like the way how, how I feel afterwards, but, um, it's, it's, it's a great feeling once you're done. It's like the best feeling ever, <laughs> especially when you have to be on your, on your game when it comes to each mile mark, cause then you could easily just get disqualified. So it's like, you have to know, you know, you put in your time and then you have to stay on those mile markers and know, you know, your pace. So I think that's another thing about it is that you're mentally, you know, thinking of how you're supposed to run each trail, you know, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's a great feeling. Do you get weighed for a 50 miler? I know when you do hundreds and more than that, they start weighing you to make sure you're not losing too much liquid. If you lost too much weight, I know one guy who's been DQ disqualified by the doctors three times, maybe like in mile 90 something. Oh, wow. Wow. Almost Almost completed. Oh, that's awful. But it's dangerous to keep going basically. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no. With the 50 milers, they don't do that, but they do track your, um, at each, you know, like say it's like five mile markers, like they, they will log you in and they'll track you and then they'll see where you are on point. Cause it's a, it's about a 15 hour window of time that you have, you know, and if you don't make it at a certain time, if, if it's going to, if they know what time it's going to be, they'll automatically disqualify, disqualify you. There was one race I did in New York, Bear Mountain. And uh, there was a storm, the nor'eastern storm, a few years ago, and we were on the 30-mile mark, and um, trees were like, you know, like falling down. They're like, we gotta stop the race. I'm like, no, we got 30 miles. We got no, we gotta keep going. We got this far, you know, because you're already running, like, you know, in the pouring rain, and you know, it's just like, it was miserable, but at the same time, it was just like, it was so much fun. <laughs> but yeah. And you mentioned the. Uh- at 30 miles and then the next year I ran it and I completed it but that was by far the one of the hardest races I've ever ran because it's all just like boulder and rocks and it's just it's painful <laughs> yes any race uh yeah it's painful but painful. as you mentioned it's very uh, well worth it at the end it really is it really is yeah yeah and you did mention team and training which uh, I believe they're a running organization for lymphoma cancer Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and uh, did you re- 
were you trying to raise money because most people I know ran it is because someone close to them, you know, uh, has got cancer, lymphoma, especially. I know a few people who have ran it and um, it's always, it's a great charity. So, um, yeah, definitely. It is. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, I started out, you know, it's like you have sponsor, you have a sponsor. So you're raising funds for that child. So um, it just felt good as a young runner um, to be able to participate in something that I believe in that I grew up with and to raise money for a young child and you get to meet these kids too. So it's just like you, you meet them and then you're with the coaches and then you have a team. Um, it's just like the team effort of everything. It's just, it, it feels so, so good to be a part of something, you know, and it was, I saw it as a way of getting into triathlons and being coached. And it, I mean, it was like at the time, I think it was like $5,000, it was hard, but if you don't raise the whole entire funds then you end up paying that fee, <laughs> which is really hard too. So I only did it twice. Um, but no, the rewards of it, you know, at the end is, is it was, it was incredible because I did Alcatraz. So that was my first, that was my first triathlon, you know, that I did was Alcatraz, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. So you swam, uh, I forget the name of that ocean part right there isn't there sharks right there yeah there's sharks there <laughs> i wasn't afraid of the sharks they um apparently if there's like groups of people you know it's just like they kind of stay away that you know it's just like they don't go like attacking so um but yeah you know it's just as long as you don't veer off and then you have the guys on the long boards you know the lifeguards so like keeping you on track you know to go straight because technically sometimes i always veer off <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, it was a, uh, it was a lot of fun. That was hard, but a lot of fun. Yeah, and then I did Lake Tahoe, one year, um, and that was that was the Ironman, like the Ironman Lake Tahoe. Yeah. And how was Ironman for you? How was that experience? Was that your first Ironman? That was my first Ironman. Yeah, uh, it was hard because it was Lake Tahoe, and it was you know the elevation, and. Like I said, I, I always, I would always research races that were like the, you know, that were the toughest. Cause I just wanted, I wanted that extra challenge. So my first ultra marathon was a tough race. Then the Lake Tahoe one was definitely, you know, uh, questionable. Um, what time of year was that? That was, what year was that? That was, um, I went and it was very cold. It was like 17 degrees. That's where I ran the three marathons in three days. Oh, is that the okay? Yeah, I can't remember what year it was. I can't remember. But then there was a year where there was fire, and then we were there, and then they they xed out on that on that race. So, um, but they haven't had the race. They canceled it. They don't do Ironman in Lake Tahoe anymore because of the fires. Right. There's actually fires going on right now. Yeah. Uh, my I was gonna go back to do the Lake Tahoe triple. I wanted to do it back to back, but COVID happened. And now I was going back and there's fires. So they moved it to Halloween and I can't make that date. So I, I had to push it till 2022. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough when you have to like, when races are canceled or, you know, they push it back because you're like set and training for that particular time frame. 
oh, I was training hard for three, oh, yeah. and three days. And, and then it just, uh, well, but that's okay. That's part of it. You, you right. got to roll for the punches and yes, I, I wanted to know as a stunt woman, what's, what's the craziest stunt you've done or maybe most dangerous. Uh, the craziest and the most dangerous. Uh, so recently I did my, uh, I did, I did a dead man's fall and that's very painful. So <laughs> you are on a rope and you're running as fast as you can. You're running towards the person. It's, it's like, imagine, you know, you're, you're like a zombie and someone is either throwing a chair at you or kicking you. And then you're running the, the rope stops obviously at a certain point. And then you just go flying back. So it's just like your neck and your head, you go tumbling backwards. And, and it's it's very painful. And then having to do that repeatedly, it kind of wear and tears on the body. Um, I enjoy the high falls, but I'm not too great at the high falls. <laughs> so uh, it's just like, you know, when you need a lot of training on the high falls. And if, you know, I, I have a place where we, we go train, where all the stunt performers train, but... Yeah, I do enjoy the high falls. <laughs> Give us an idea of what's considered a high fall. How high many fall? Feet, yeah. How many feet are we talking here? Roughly? Okay, so 30, 30, 30 feet. Yeah, 30 feet high fall. Yeah. Yeah, so that's considered a high fall. <laughs> are you falling onto just mats? Yeah, you fall onto mats. Fall onto mats wherever they're placing them. If you're, like, falling from a, a building onto a car, there's mats below you know, whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. Hmm. That's fascinating. I, I didn't even know that there was a school, but you know, yeah, there's, ten, there's, there's different schools. Um, for, well, obviously, cause you need the training, but, um, yeah, it, it, it you, you need it. <laughs> oh yes. I, uh, I've, I've done a little bit of judo cause it's kind of hard to find, uh, instructors around here and, more jujitsu than anything, but they teach you how to fall and learning how to fall is important. Even if you fall in the street, no, knowing how to not hit the back of your head, uh, yeah. ricochet, knock yourself out, break your arm. It, it, it comes in very handy. Um, especially I would say as you get older, because majority of people break their hips. So right. learning how to fall without taking a big impact is right. very good. And I can imagine the training for 30 feet. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's uh it's a, there's four different falls and I'm comfortable with doing like, I think two out of the four. So I could do back falls and, and the front falls, but the other ones where I'm like, you're falling down and then you're doing the flip in the air, you know, that takes so much practice. So like, if I get a call for like a fall, I would be like, okay, I could do back falls and forward falls. Like, you know, but I won't do the other falls. So you have to be very clear on, on what you can do and what you don't want to do. You know, so that way it's just like you could, you know, if, if it's something that you've never done before and, you, and you're there on, on the job and you're like, uh, I've never done this. And the stunt corner is like, but you said you did it or it's on your resume. You know, it, it kind of cuts you out from the, the industry and they're like, you know, so you got to be very honest with what you are capable of doing. Oh, yeah, I could imagine. You definitely don't want to lie about Definitely about it. No, 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 no. And plus the industry really is a small industry, you know, just like with any others. So it's just like your name could be put out there and it's just like, you don't want that. <laughs> and then I know you, I'm not sure if it's your kids or you as well, kind of dabble. Well, I know your kids do martial arts, but yeah, 
So my kids, uh, prior to the pandemic, they were going for their green belt in uh, karate. And uh, I had them in the black belt club. I really enjoy seeing them do the karate. Then the studio shut down for an entire year, you know, so it's reopened now. Now it's just like getting my my kids back into karate, you know. It's going to be a restart pretty much. I mean, they already have their belts, but um, yeah. Karate with something definitely is very good for kids. Yeah, I don't think that's something that most people, unless they're involved in martial arts, would even think about. During COVID, all these martial art gyms, I know a bunch of friends that own them. It was very difficult for them, uh, difficult for the families. Mm -hmm. uh, financially, it was like, you know, you want to pay your instructor. And if you are blessed enough to still have a job, a lot of people did that, even though the schools were closed. And then some people lost their job, so they wanted to pay the instructor because they know if he goes under, then what are they going to do? What are their kids going to do? And it, it was tough. And uh, I'm glad I'm starting to see it come back. But at the same time, we're getting all these variants. So I, I right. hope we can find a solution uh, right. so sooner than later, basically. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I know a lot of uh, martial arts schools that have lost their businesses. So, and then I was practicing Kung Fu prior to all of COVID and um, my, my Kung Fu master, he's just like, you know, the school's under. So he's like, can you help get me into the industry? <laughs> I'm like, they're like, can you give me an agent? I'm like, I can't do an agent, but I could introduce you to people. Cause he, he is, he is, he's from China. I mean, like he, you know, he's, he is a Sifu, you know? So it's a, uh, yeah, so I'm like, I'll help you out. But yeah, his, his school went under too. Yeah, it's a tough situation. It is. Uh, and I see you play a co-ed football. I, I, yeah. How did you get into playing football? It's stunt football. So okay. yeah, so it's stunt football. Um, typically, we have uh, a lot of different things. Like we have a stunt uh, softball. And uh, um, it's something they get together and they play softball together. And they, you know, have their own leagues. Um I'm horrible at softball, so I don't well, like What do you mean by stunts? It, well, it's a, well, it's just the stunt community. Oh. You know how, like, if you're, like, in a corporation and you guys have, like, you know, I don't know, like, a health and wellness program for, right. like, you know, a corporation, like, everyone gets together. So this is our way of getting together outside of work. If we're not working that day, we'll, we'll show up and, and do stunt football. But I've been – I've been busy working, so I haven't been for, uh, oh my God, a month or two. But yeah, but yeah, it's a, it's just a fun way of getting together and still keeping active. And, and then afterwards, we have lunch together, and then we just talk about work. You know, we network. And anything we do is to network. We network, network, network. Always networking, you know, because you're an entrepreneur. So it's just like you're, you're constantly having to look for work, you know. <laughs> you work for yourself. So, yeah. And I know you do a... Uh... I don't know. Is it considered rock climbing if you just do it indoors or what do they call no, it? No, it's still considered rock climbing if you do it indoors. Um, I do outdoors as well. Um, my, my stunt friend, he, he took that picture of me and I was like, okay, cool. Um, but yeah, I do mount, uh, rock climbing. Yeah. Did you get into that because of the stunt work? I did. I did. It, 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 it when, you know, it's just like, they're like, Oh, you need this. You need to do this and that. And I, I, actually picked certain things that I wanted to do and get into. I mean, I, I could do the martial arts part, but 
doing doing martial arts and film is so much different than being a professional martial artist. It's like it's choreographed, you know. Anyone could do it. Well, most people could do a choreographed fight scene. You know, I've done fight scenes where it's just like they threw it on me like that night and it was just like, okay, you learn it. And then, you know, you film and then they, they just do it in different, slight, you know, different pieces and then they put it together. But, um, totally completely different when you're, you know, it's choreographed. So. And, uh, for anyone in the audience listening in, if they want to see the picture that I'm talking about, you can actually, uh, click on the link and it'll take you to the athletic definition, Instagram. And then from there, if you'd like to follow Julie as well, you can uh, see the tag on the picture and it'll take you to her Instagram. And Julie, if you'd like as well, I can add your link on yeah. Little Fortune Cookie. All right, perfect. Yeah. All right. And, you know, as uh, the people just kind of joining in a little later, me and Julie have never met. We're Instagram buddies, social media buddies. Yeah. We follow each other because we're just both very active and, I do a variety of all kinds of activity and I see her doing everything. So I'm <laughs> talking to you actually for the first time, which is cool. I'm bringing on a bunch of people that I've never met. We've just been following each other for years. Yes. Yes. I, it's been a while. Yeah. Actually, I wouldn't even know how many years it's been. Yeah. I think it's, it's been, it's been, a, it's been a long time. But I also see you do skiing. Or- I do. I, I snowboard. I'm a horrible skier. I, I can't, I can't coordinate the two, <laughs> but snowboarding, I'm, I could do the snowboarding thing. <laughs> okay, I've, I've done snowboarding twice and basically landed on my ass and uh, it, it hurt. And like, it I don't want to keep doing this. The other part that I found very kind of, there's no better way of doing it really. Like you only take off one snowboard and let it hang from your foot as you're being dragged up a, like a ski lift that basically has no seatbelts and the higher you want to go up, the more dangerous it becomes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That is the truth. <laughs> definitely. That is the truth. It's a lot of fun. So much fun though. And so how long uh, have you been snowboarding for? I've been snowboarding for, Oh my God. Um, I say about 20 years. Oh, wow. 20 years. been snowboarding. And right now I'm just, copying your link right now so I can add it on the fortune cookie. There you go. All right. And so out of all the activities that you do, what what is your favorite one? What is my favorite one? Um, Oh man. Well, I think because running is so easily accessible, you know, I could just get up and, and, and do it or, you know, I have my running groups, you know, we run the mountains, um, so I, I th- it's running, but I, I, I do a lot of lifting and I, I really do enjoy lifting. Um, yeah, you know, stuff that I could easily just do, you know, without having to like, you know, I guess, well, stunt, stunts is different. You know, we'll, we'll, have, we'll have our groups and we'll meet up and we'll do our things and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, I think it's running. It has to be running. I was actually having a conversation with my friend today about that. And yeah, running will always be in my life. <laughs> and uh, how long did you do a podcast for? And is it something you're looking to do again? So we started, it was, uh, we started, it was last year and I was co-hosting and 
Um, it, it was obviously during the pandemic. Um, and it was pretty much, it, it, we have, we had the media. So we had a, one, one woman, she would say the media, do the media. Me, I was like fitness, health and fitness. Then we had another one that did her poetry, beautiful poetry. And then Edgar, he would, um, he would post it and then, you know, whatever, say his piece, whatever. Um, so yeah, we had different people on the podcast, but, uh, and then we'd play the music. Um, but yeah, our, I think our last show is actually on Saturday. Our last show is on Saturday because we're pretty much getting booked. So we're super busy. So we're kind of like ending the show for right now so that we could like move on and do what we're, you know, working on. Yeah. So it was like a variety podcast. It was a variety podcast. Definitely. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that that can make it tough with, with with schedules. Even even just trying to have one co-host and your schedule and your life, it makes it difficult. It does. It does. It did make it difficult. Um, but I, yeah, yeah, it did. Um, but it was interesting because you know it's just like the poetry was just amazing, and then um, it was nice because it was just one guy and then the three women, so it was three of us, and uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was my first time doing a, po- a podcast so <laughs> so it's good yeah is it something you'd like to do in the future again uh yeah that would, actually that that would be yeah i would like to do a, a podcast in the future um now that i have some experience over a year and a half um this is my first time being a guest thank you for having me um but yeah definitely oh you're very welcome and uh, thank you for being here I also saw you were in some sort of like fitness competition. Is that still going on? And no, it is over. I mean, it was for uh, yes, it was for uh, fitness uh, uh, hers magazine. Um, so I do. I also model too. I do a lot of advertising, uh, modeling, um, and uh, yeah. So I was going for the the fitness title for that magazine, and that was really hard. I was really 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 hard because it's like you have to do a lot of marketing and you have to just be on top of it and you know a lot of social media and a lot of like contacts um it was it was hard but it was so rewarding because I actually I booked work because of it because I networked and I put myself out there and um it did open up doors so I I you know I made it to the quarterfinals um I was in first place to go to the finals and then the girl that was in eighth place at the last place a minute no it was like a second before the clock because my friends and i were watching it she got first and you had to be first to hit the finals and where i was like what how did that happen (laughs) you know and she had an only fans account i'm like well i don't have an only fans account so you know (laughs) oh you know they bought her out okay whatever but no it it was very it was very rewarding because uh it it pushed me to do things that normally I wasn't comfortable doing and uh it it just threw me in all these little different directions and I enjoyed it I enjoyed it yeah (laughs) yeah I find the growth from always doing something uncomfortable is a very rewarding I don't know what got into me last year during Christmas, I'm like, I'm going to do a video every day for 31 days. And I'm like, a Christmas video too, about working out. <laughs> and and then I'm like, and I want to make it funny. And so I was trying to come up with punchlines every day and record and edit. I'm like, this is not efficient. I have to do it 
uh, like record more one day and edit more one day and you just kind of learn and then by the end of the videos you could just tell like no lighting to lighting right. just the growth of everything yes definitely it is the growth and i actually have my my light and it's not working so <laughs> it's like malfunction here <laughs> but it, yeah so obviously we're doing the podcast yeah yeah i was gonna say that's a pretty nice uh mic yeah, setup you got setup, yeah <laughs> definitely yeah. and so uh I know you're acting and, and, you know, what's your next adventure that you have like planned? Is, is it, you got anything planned? I, I know a lot of things are getting canceled with COVID. So yeah. is that you're uh, like competing in. Yeah. So my fingers are crossed daily. Cause it's like oh, last year I, I did book a lot of work for this year. Um, I booked a sitcom and I'm actually co-executive producer on this sitcom and we're actually going to start something on Saturday, um, but we're going to technically f- start filming in February, January, February, depending, because it's like, it costs so much money to have these COVID tests taken. You know, it's just like, so, you know, we were going to push it back to the year after. I was just like, I'm going to be booked. So if, if you want to continue this podcast with, or I mean, this, this sitcom without me, I, I'm good. I, I have other work coming up, but so now we're, we're going to film in January, February start, you know, we're still casting. Um, but um, next week I have um, a movie that I'll be working on um, for Paramount Pictures. Um, and then I have actually another, it's a, it's a, it's another stunt real um i'll be hanging from a black ops helicopter which is something i've always wanted to do so we're going to film in three different locations um i was actually already supposed to be doing that but then he got booked you know because he's filming everywhere because he uses that helicopter on everything so you know for all the movies so i'm excited to do something like that you know i you know it's like you go through a physical and you have to pass the physical so there was a few other stunt guys that backed out they're like, oh, I'm not ready for this. Because you're hanging out from the helicopter from this rope. You know how, like, you see them coming down from the movies? I mean, you know, like, in the movies, like, and you're, like, climbing down from the rope from a helicopter. So that's what I'll be doing. So I'm the only girl doing that, which is exciting. <laughs> Wait, so um, each time you are doing a new stunt, you got to go through a physical with a doctor? No, just just this one. Because this oh. one's, you know, you're, I'm, not, I'm not harnessed to anything. And, uh, it's, uh, it is dangerous. So it's just like, it's flat out me just going to be in military gear, you know, coming out of the helicopter, coming down the rope, you know, you have to be strong enough to do that. So it's just like, that's why a lot of the guys like backed out. They're like, Oh, I'm not ready for that. I'm like, Oh, I'm ready for that. (laughs) I trained really hard last year. I'm so ready for this, but no, it's just like, you know, it's just some, another thing for me to step up my game and do, cause it was my thing i always wanted to do something military i always you know that's that's my anybody else could do the fight scenes i'm good with that i just want to do military stuff i want to be you know in that field of work more so yeah i actually like to be behind the scenes so the acting thing was kind of like something i had to throw in you know but it 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 ended up sticking and working so you know (laughs) that's very cool i'm looking forward to seeing you in that and yeah me too yeah, I can't even imagine just 
jumping off a helicopter just with a rope and no harness that I, uh, everyone has their own idea of crazy. You know, some people are like, Oh, you're crazy. You run marathons. And then right. they're doing like some crazy stuff, like eating swords. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, right. I do is like tame compared to what you do. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's just definitely like on my bio, you know, it's just like, I say true. I I'm like, I'm always looking for an adventure. I love a great challenge. So that's why it's like, when I look for things, I always look for something that's like, really challenging and i'm like i could do this i know i'm capable of doing this so i'm going to train for it and it's going to happen so that's the mindset i have every time i'm I'm doing something so when that came about i was like hell yeah i'm gonna do that (laughs) and uh so that's in in acting what about uh any sports competitions any any races coming up any ultras triathlons every year i do yeah you know what the ultras that I had signed up for, they had canceled, obviously. They usually do like a Chino Hills uh, 50 mile. It's a 30, it's a 30K. That was a 30K. But it's a hard run because it's like just pure sun piercing on your, it's just horrible. But uh, Mount Baldy, have you, 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 have you ran Mount Baldy? No, I, I, they actually follow me on Instagram and I, I want to do that trail one because I always want to support the race directors and people that, you know, that, support. Right that i'm like that's why i'm like i'm gonna read it shout out to you i'm like uh, oh yeah people that just been liking your pictures and always just being nice i'm like being social on social media you know is a is a good thing it, right you, know, yeah. you can actually meet people and, and uh i i know the i would say the the perception of a lot of people are like oh oh you're just sliding into the dms but no i'm like i actually have met a lot of people. Right. Yeah. Some of them are married. And right. it's just strictly like, wow, what you do is inspiring to me. So, yeah. you know, keep doing what you do. Definitely. No, I totally agree. That's how that's how I see social media as well. And plus, then we get to choose who we can see on our feed, right? You know, so um it's uh yeah, I follow a lot of athletes and runners. I just love sports. I love sports. Like I even love, I just love to watch football and basketball, you know? Um, but yeah, sports is just like, it's always been a part of my life. And I don't know. I just like, I like seeing people succeed. I love people seeing, doing what they're, you know, love to do, you know, and, and accepting challenges. So yeah, just like in life. <laughs> oh, so uh, actually today's the kickoff for NFL football. Uh, and who's your team? Cause this is very important. This, this may rely on you coming back as a, as a guest or not, just depending on who your team is. <laughs> I'm a great big Packers fan. Oh, <laughs> oh you know, that, that that's okay. You, you have time to see the light. I'm a 49ers fan. 49ers, okay. And we, we've done some battles through the years. Exciting yeah. games. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I actually have uh, Aaron Rodgers on my fantasy team, so... I've tried the fantasies. I have tried the fantasies. They are so time consuming and uh, I don't have time. I'm just like, you know, then I have my friends, hey, can you pick my players? <laughs> but, you know, it's just, um, it is a lot of fun, but it's very, I, I don't have time to look at stats all day. Like, that's just not, and that's, it wasn't, it wasn't fun. I don't like to look at stats. <laughs> I have friends that are doing like four of them at the same time and I'm like, and they work and they have kids and I'm like, how do you do it? Like, that's just so time consuming. I, 
one year I did football and basketball and they kind of cross over because basketball NBA starts around October, maybe Halloween. Now they push it earlier. And it was like, I had no time. I was like, I told my son, Hey, take over the NBA team. Cause I'm busy. I'm doing football right now. Yeah. 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 That's but it is a lot of fun. And I've been, a lot of fun. Yeah. been doing it for years. So I only play one league and I don't have time for any, anything else really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't played for a while, so yeah. <laughs> so any uh, any new uh, like workouts, exercises, adventures that you have on the bucket list? That, you know, I think a lot of people might have added to their bucket list because during COVID, we all realized what we thought is steady, and we what we thought is like, oh, you know, I'll just right. go to this job, and it's it's guaranteed. Then we all realized. No, it's not. Like, we need to do something that that we've always wanted to do. So, have you found something? Is, is there something you're like looking forward to do or on the bucket list? Um, it's yeah, I did. There was there was a few things on my on my bucket list. Um, it was right now. It's doing, <laughs> and I've been I've been doing it. I do at least a hundred a day. So it's, uh, uh, pushups. So I do at least a hundred pushups a day. And, and, uh, before it was just so hard for me to do it. Cause like, you know, it wasn't something I was focusing on, but then when I realized I needed, uh, sorry, uh, what is that? Oh, I'm getting invited to some other stuff. Um, so yeah, no, I, I, my, my goal is to like do as many as I can. Yeah. And, uh, pull-ups. Did I say push-ups? Pull-ups. Pull-ups. Okay. Okay. Did I say push-ups? <laughs> pull-ups. Pull-ups. So I'm doing a lot of pull-ups. And you do 100 a day? Mm-hmm. I do 100 a day. Are they um, like cross, CrossFit pull-ups or are they like assist? No, no CrossFit. I, I, don't, I don't do CrossFit. No, they're just regular pull-ups. Just regular pull-ups. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So with the bars, you know, just... Oh. No I have to talk to you on, on that many pull-ups. Yeah, that's my goal. That's my goal is to do that, you know, and it's uh, and I know I'm strong, but doing that, it kind of, it questions your strength and you're like, you know, if you can't do like five in a row, you're like, mm, you know, you can still have the muscles, but if you can't do those, it, it just, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I was like, how is it that I'm strong, but I can't do these? So then my goal was to be like, okay, you know what? I need to know how to do these. Plus, I know with a few stunt auditions, they require you to do so many pull-ups. I mean, you know, yeah, pull-ups, you know, before you could even like, you know, go for a stunt or whatever. But yeah, so yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely need to. I'll, I'll, I'll do them for a while and then I'll forget. But I do uh, different grips. I try and do inside, wider, and then chin-ups chin -ups as well. Yep, chin-ups. Yep. And then, and then I'm like, this morning. I try and get on the lower bar and then get my whole body up, but that that's a whole different animal. I'm, I'm not sure yet. Animal, yeah, yeah, definitely. But uh, what they're doing with the bar work as well is very amazing. Um, people could just with the strength lift their whole body and just be like leaning like that, you know, off the ground just by holding on to. I have one friend who can do that. I got to get him on here. Uh, he's been doing just calisthenics for 12 years and 
do, oh, awesome. do that he can do that i'm like wow that that's amazing yeah, yeah calisthenics is great that's that's uh that's a whole nother ball game right there <laughs> Yeah, and that's why, uh, you know, my show is all about just bringing a variety of different people that do different you know, types of workouts. And uh, it's good to learn maybe there's someone who wants to know how to be a stunt woman and didn't even know their schools or, uh, you know, I'm, I'm bringing on kickboxers and doctors and D1 athletes and just runners and boxers and just so that everyone can find whatever it is, but just be active. That that's basically what I'm trying to inspire. Um, bicycle, whatever. Just get some activity into your life. You know, yeah. especially now. Um, I'm not famous enough, but just because of some of the things that I'm saying, I've I've heard other famous people get in trouble or rich owners just because they're pushing health. And um, right. yes, like yeah. uh, health, health and vitamin D. You know, it, yeah. we got to get that in right now. You know. Um, yeah, they, you know, the thing that they did not focus on last year was, oh, uh, you know, it was like, stay in your house, but don't go outside and get vitamin D. I did complete opposite. I was like outside 24-7. Like, you know, like, I just made sure I was like, I need my vitamin D. I made sure to up the dose on my vitamins on my vitamin D. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I, I feel you on that one, you know, because I do watch, yeah, I do watch the other podcasts, but yeah. And then, um, uh, you know, as we're closing out, um. Uh, is there anything you want to promote or anything you have coming up? Hmm. And I, I have your Instagram link on the fortune cookie and then that'll be on uh, during the replay. And if anyone's uh, interested in following you or, you know, maybe get some movie roles, some work. Yeah. You know, I've been getting a lot of people hit me up like, Hey, I want to get into this and that, you know? So then, then I'll, 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 when I have the time, I'll, you know, I'll give them a call or message them and, you know, kind of, give them the, the stats on like how you do this. It's not easy. It really isn't easy. Um, there's a lot of networking involved, but you, you have to be, you have to be not shy, obviously. And you just keep going for it. Just go for it. I had last year, I had someone tell me, you know, last year was a really tough year for me, obviously for everybody. Um, he told me, he's all, if you don't make it in two years, I don't know what to tell you. I was like, all right. He, already, he didn't even know what I was doing because, you know, it's, I do keep my stuff very private, you know, especially with stunts. You don't really, because it's so competitive, mm -hmm. we don't announce what we're doing, you know, because then people are going to be like, oh, who, what's the corner? You know, it's just like, so it's just like, they don't really announce it when you're like doing stunts. But acting, it's like, yeah, you could put that more out there. Um, but yeah, I was told if, if you don't make it in two years, I don't know what to tell you, you know, I'm just like the nerve of that person to say that to me. So it was just like, Oh, but I'm going to make it. I'm going to do it. And thanks for saying that <laughs> I'll prove you wrong, <laughs> even in a pandemic. But yeah, I pushed harder even after that. So, you know, it's just like, I take whatever negative thoughts come my way. I take it, take it in. And I just, I show them, prove them wrong. You, you know, know, that's the way you got to do it. Uh, some some people will take that and take it to heart and let right. the person affect them. And then some people will be like, oh, that's my feel. You, you, like, you messed up telling me that. Like, right. now, now I'm even going to push even harder because um, so it's all the way you kind of take criticism or 
I don't even know how that's criticism or not. It's just maybe being a negative, you know? Right, right. Yeah, I could take criticism pretty well. Obviously, I'm in the industry. But I mean, like everyone that I work with, everyone's pretty freaking cool. So it's just like we support each other. Um, but yeah, I, I don't mind hearing negative, you know, thoughts from people because I like to prove them wrong. And I always do. <laughs> That's the goal. <laughs> all right so uh is there uh any uh contact information you want to give out as i mentioned i do have your instagram but uh for the people that will be listening in on the podcast only uh so my instagram if they want to follow me on facebook um i don't know i don't i guess there's a link or i don't know how that works oh you could just say it because the people who are watching it will see the link but okay it's it's julie stewart if you look up julie stewart and uh it actually has me and my stunt team um, on my on my on my Facebook feed. So it, you know, it has the, the our stunt football. So um, yeah, we're up there. But yeah, I don't, sometimes people can't find me on Facebook. But yeah, yeah, I got to watch that video of uh, the guy in the wheelchair, and you guys are all trying to tackle him. Yeah. So he was recently diagnosed with. He was one of our stunt guys, and. He was diagnosed with uh, multiple sclerosis. Oh, wow. So then he ended up, obviously, in, in the wheelchair. It hit him a lot harder, like faster, um, once he was diagnosed. And so we're like, okay, we're going to do something, you know, something fun. And, uh, yeah, he really enjoyed that. That was, you know, we all kind of got together. We all we had our, like, filmmakers, you know. So, yeah, they kind of pieced it together. It was a lot of fun. My mom was recently diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. You know, so it's just like, you know, seeing him and then I'm like, okay, so I know, I know how to work with it, but yeah, no. Yeah. That's gotta be tough to be a stuntman. And then, um, yes. Just, um, wow. That, that, yeah. That's, yeah. That's it's a, tough. coming from just being an active person. Just, I know a few people that's happened to them and they found a way to, still be active you know but i what a character you have to have to be able to deal with such adversity yes you do you really do yeah that would be that would be just obviously it's life-changing and he has a family you know wife and kids so um and then the support of everybody that he's worked with you know he's a big name um he's been in the industry for all his life so yeah it's uh yeah well, and I'm also sorry to hear uh, about your mom and uh, being diagnosed with that. And I hope they uh, find a way to, man, there's so much new technology. I guess that's what we could be hopeful is with all this new technology coming out any day, they could be like, Hey, we found a cure for this. Hey, we found a cure for this. Or, Hey, we found a way to reverse this. And right. Right. Yeah. I don't want people to just rely on that. I want people to stay active. Mm -hmm. but, uh, you know keep that hope that with technology and staying active uh th the future is bright definitely definitely bright yes get out there and live your life <laughs> and uh, i want to thank you so much for uh joining me julie and i finally uh get a chance to get to know you better uh besides just on instagram and um looking forward to having you back on the future even though you're a green bay packer fan <laughs> and just hearing what adventures you're up to, what races you've done and everything else. Um, 
tune in tomorrow as I will have uh, he's a bodybuilder who is a vegan who I went through NLP practitioner training two weeks ago and I and I met him and I was like wow I'm like that's pretty cool I went to an NLP training for many reasons because uh, I'm from Azusa and then I found out Tony Robbins is from Azusa and then I, I've seen what he does and then I've seen how he's worked with athletes. So I'm really interested in the athlete part. And then I went and I learned about the process he did with Serena Williams. And then I've, I've gone into my own and just kind of learned. And I'm really trying to help people get into peak flow and also how to communicate better. And right. uh, that's why I went, you know, I think a lot of people may have some bad ideas about it, but my experience was all good. I even have a referral code that I'll give out tomorrow okay. so thank you everyone for joining in thank you julie uh yeah uh stay in touch uh yeah, definitely thank you for having me on the show <laughs> <laughs>